Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The biggest convention of its kind ever in the UK, Wrestling Media Con 2018, is heading to Manchester on the 8th and 9th of September. Wrestling Media Con 2018 will feature live wrestling shows from Revolution Pro and Impact Wrestling, meet and greet with all the talent, panel discussions from the likes of Inside the Ropes, and workshops on how to get into the world of professional wrestling from former WWE writers and bookers. There will also be guest matches from Defiant. NGW and an NWA World title defense by Nick Aldis taped for £10 of gold. Other names announced for Wrestling MediaCon 2018 include the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, Colt Cabana, Sean Waltman, Cultaholic, Botchamania, myself and Ollie from the Wrestle Ramble, and many more to be announced. Wrestling MediaCon comes to the Bowlers Exhibition Center in Manchester, England on the 8th and 9th of September. Tickets are available now from WrestlingMediaCon.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a happy birthday to you, Oliver Cheers, Davis. Buddy. Although by the time the people have heard this episode, your birthday will have been two days mm. ago. So unfortunately, we don't have an update on Switchgate. Yes, well, I haven't had it yet, uh, but, but it is, I, I did confirm it is something you can spank someone with. Oh, really? A Switch, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, so you, did conf- you confirmed that. I thought you meant you'd confirmed whether you were getting a Switch or not for your no, birthday. No, 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 no. It's a slang. It's a piece of slang. It's the word Switch. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful... My mum said it would arrive about 2pm. Is there someone home? There isn't anyone home! Oh no! I know! It's a bank holiday weekend! Which means you can't even pick it up tomorrow. You need that for the bank holiday weekend, man. That was my plan. My lady partner was like, oh, we should paint the living room. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's not do that. Should should we? (laughs) Um, Uh, But yes, you've got some correspondence. We've got kind of quick fire today on the intros and outros Mm. because we have got a lot to record today and we're kind of losing a day because of the bank holiday. Um, I'm doing all the news tomorrow and you're having a day off. I'm sure that will go down well. I'm sure people will love it. But we did get this piece of correspondence here (laughs) from Victor Holland. So this is in relation to yesterday, us talking about quote unquote me turning here. 
appeal and yes. what that would uh, in, uh, involve. Mm. And mm. I said, oh, I would cut like a your local sports team uh, thing. And I said, uh, oh, do you know who are rubbish? The San Diego Chargers. Yeah. Boo, they're rubbish. Well, Victor Holland got in touch to say the Chargers left San Diego for LA over a year uh. ago. I would have applied for an internship with them this summer had they not moved to a training facility in Orange County. Thus, I would actually agree with Heel Luke since I am among the many San Diegans who are no longer Chargers fans. So I actually would have gotten over as a heel by saying San Diego Chargers. What a ridiculous country America is, <laughs> where sports teams are brands that can move locations. I we rem- don't have that over here. I remember once just not understanding <clears throat> that. Mm. Absolutely just did not 100% understand that was a thing, and neither did my friend. And we got into a massive argument over whether <laughs> the Raiders were the LA Raiders or the Oakland Raiders. Right. Because I had seen LA Raiders and he had seen Oakland Raiders. And we were just like, no, I've definitely seen it. They're the yeah. LA Raiders. He was like, I've definitely... we just did not understand the concept that these teams can move. I didn't actually know that was a thing until I watched Basketball, the um, the, the Matt Stone great film, yeah. and Trey Parker movie, the, the, by the Zuckers. And they make jokes about it in there. And I'm like, oh, mm. so teams can move. Because they even say the LA Raiders moved to Oakland and then back to LA. No one in Oakland seemed to notice. That was that was a time before the internet where you could have just found this out with a quick Google. Yeah, simpler exactly. times. Simpler times. So let's get on with the show. And this comes from a mixture of news reports and fan questions this week because there was a report from The Wrap, which is not a dirt sheet. It's not a wrestling media source. It's a respected film... Was once a respected... Was once a respected film and, you know, media... Uh, trade magazine yes. or, or place like that, and they uh, they're reporting that Paul Heyman has just signed a deal to, with, with a with a studio to start pitching his own TV show, unscripted TV shows. I've, I've pulled a few quotes actually. Oh, lovely stuff! So uh, because it is quite ridiculous. So this is with a guy called Roy Bank and Roy this Bank Studios. This third quote in particular, this is, yes. I was, this is the one I was reading this morning, which is like, it's so Paul, it's such a Paul Heyman it, thing to say. It's very naughty. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't feel very teens, no. which we're in right now, of course. Yeah, this is with Roy Bank uh, of Roy Bank Studios, who is a producer behind The Apprentice. Mm. Be, I mean, imagine Paul Heyman in that sort of apprentice Doing role. the apprentice role. Well, yeah. I mean, they need a new host for it, really, don't they? Because Schwarzenegger didn't do as well as they'd hoped. And uh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? So, uh, yeah, it's been described as the show will straddle the line between talk, opinion, comedy and pop culture, all with the one-of-a-kind Paul Heyman brand and energy as the driving force. Yeah, because I think if I was reading a quote, he... Paul Heyman didn't want to be like the star of the show, but he was sort of talked mm. into it by uh, by this Roy Bank chap. Talked, talked into, into it. it. You, you never know with Heyman. <laughs> but Heyman is now he's going to be the star of this show, essentially. And mm. It is going to be this unscripted format. Um, it sounds really interesting, but the quote that really struck me was, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll quickly read now. Uh, this is a Heyman quote. It's a pretty radical concept created by people with ADD for people with ADD to be enjoyed by people who would subscribe to a theology of ADD. Mm. That, it's a Paul Heyman quote and a half, that one there. Yeah, repetition. It's, you know, you've got something repeated. He's such a master orator. Yes. And it's it's like these these tricks of, of uh, what do you call it when you argue with someone? Uh, it's not debate and it's something else. It's the structure of arguments. I can't remember it. But it's so ingrained within him, those rules, that he just speaks 
in, re- in in platitude, it's incredible. He is good. But yeah, it is. It is also. I mean, is ADD a thing anymore? I thought it was absorbed into the wider autism spectrum. I I don't know to be honest. I don't know enough about mm. the subject to to be an authoritative uh, figure. Do I. I on, probably shouldn't even you, have said or you anything. You shouldn't have brought Damn that it. up, man, because that's what the comments will be talking about today. It's uh, it's. I don't know if it's international or just National Autism Week. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah. D- Channel 4 have got a really interesting documentary uh, up, I think, on this week about the, being on the spectrum. Um, and uh, there's a documentary on Netflix about um, suppressing um, these sorts of things as well, Ooh. suppressing ADD. I think it's called Take Your Pills or something. I haven't watched it yet, but mm. apparently, apparently it's quite good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure Paul Heyman deals with it really sensitively. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like He's all th- about, I'm, I'm PC. Because like when he said, it's a pretty radical concept created by people with ADD for people with ADD, all this sort of stuff. Do you know what it reminded me of? Mm. The way that MTV used to film um, interviews and stuff in the 90s. Cutting which between yeah, unnecessary shots from... Absolutely, yeah. Like stuff in the 90s where it was like, you had 20 cameras mm. around one person. One, some of them would be handheld and be filmed in black and white with grain put over it with a few frames missing. Yeah. Like almost like an NWO um, uh, promo package. Mm-hmm. And that almost feels this is what Paul Heyman's going to be doing with his little new series. Emojis. Ah, well, I mean, words on the screen as Paul Heyman talks. He hasn't got it yet. Now he can have a whole show well, like it. I know, but that, is that a pretty radical concept? Because WWE mm. are doing it now. Like with WWE, doing More. It, it's practically the norm. They don't do it with boob emojis <laughs> and poo emojis with the smiley with face. The, the aubergine, which I yeah. recently learned, is a knob one. You only le- only learned that recently. Yeah, my wife told me that was a, a like a, a, it's an emoji. Well, an emoji to, as a way to say knobs, I think. Yes. And yeah, um, yeah. the peaches to use uh, bums. As, oh, as well, one. there's another one for the, for the lady part. Is there really? Oh, it's a taco. Aubergine <laughs> taco. Oh, my God. That's what we make that's... in our house. <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, the, the, oh, oh, no, uh, the, I can't look at an aubergine now without thinking. <laughs> this is old news, man. This is oh, 2016 well, emoji I, chat. I don't really use emojis like I, I didn't know my phone had emojis until like you know I actually when I started working for you because mm. I now just send you the uh, like the, the devil horn yes. emoji whenever oh, I thought it was a, a too sweet oh well, yeah well we can't do that anymore season desist yeah, mate sorry, yeah. so I just do it as a devil horn so but you basically say here's the work I need you to do today and I just send that back as like a got it boss WWE never went after um, like the emojis for doing the too sweet. It's not really a too sweet because bus. it's got like the the thumb is in front no, of I the two fingers. The fingers were pressed together. No, there's a, there's another. I am I <laughs> too am, sweet is not that much into pop culture that it's it's invaded um, emojis. I am genuinely intrigued about what this show is going to be though. Back on topic. Back on topic. Uh, you, the quote you mentioned earlier about Paul Heyman's objected to to this being about him at all or being a, a feature. Here's the actual quote. I pulled that as well because it is very funny. So this is Paul Heyman against my strength. Should I do it as Paul Heyman <laughs> against my strenuous objection? I'm not even going to. I was going to say that, that was just an Ollie Davis voice, slightly. Roy Bank has decided our first collaborative project will be centered around me. I have come to the educated conclusion. <laughs> Roy has made this decision based on a desire when pitching from the networks that we learn how to deal with rejection. So it's a very lovely self-depreciating thing, but. Uh, I just, I'm, yeah. Anyway, this is a lot of preamble to get to the fact that also in this rap article that reported this and with the reports from Heyman, it said that Paul Heyman's contract expires at WrestleMania 34, just like Brock Lesnar's. So, the even the article itself points out 
this could be Heyman setting up some post-WWE work to transition into. By all accounts, he's going to be going round with Roy Bank to pitch this new show to streaming services and traditional TV channels because, my God, what a good pitch man that would be. Imagine having Paul Heyman with a whiteboard. Yeah, I mean, Paul Heyman... I think I said this before in a video, but my favourite mm. comment about him is that he could sell a bacon sandwich to a vegan Jew. Yes, like yeah. he's that good. He's so great at what he does. So he's got that, or he he could re-sign with WWE, do this on the side, and be paired with a new WWE wrestler if Brock leaves, which seems to be the case going to UFC. Yeah, Meltzer said that in The Observer Mm. today, saying that he could possibly re-up, and there have been some talks about where he could go uh, and who he might be partnered with. And uh, this ties in with uh, an email we got from Brendan, or a Patreon Patreon, question from from Brendan McCarthy. Of course, if you want to ask questions, everyone on Patreon, no matter what tier you donate, can ask questions uh, so go over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page to check out all the rewards. Brendan McCarthy writes, If Brock loses and goes to UFC, should WWE try and retain Heyman? Yes. Yes. Who could immediately come out on SmackDown with a now champion slash heel Shinsuke Nakamura? Heyman, without missing a beat, uses his usual, my name is Paul Heyman, so on and so on, but this time introducing Nakamura. Nakamura, a cocky, arrogant, swaying champion who no longer needs to cut poor promos and just keep it simple with a, I'm gonna knee you in your face line. Address Brock going on Raw uh, the night after WrestleMania, keeping Heyman off as well. Uh, Heyman appears on SmackDown next night saying, yada, 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 elevates Nakamura as the champion and keeps Heyman busy and at the top of the card. Obviously, all ifs and buts. What do you think of that? I really like that, and do you know what it reminds me of it. It, it all of a sudden, it WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom ten all came flooding back to me. Mm. Do you remember like the promo package they had for Styles and Nakamura? There was just Styles on these lavish sofas in his is really like fancy outfits and all that sort of stuff. I'm like that's the Nakamura that we could really mm. see, and him as this kind of cocky, arrogant heel champion who's just like, yeah, I mean, of course I'm the best. That's kind of like why I've liked his persona in this build up to WrestleMania, where it's just like, I mean, of course I'm going to win at WrestleMania. Look at me, I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania, knee to face. And I think that could be a really nice little character piece for him having said that I also said I wanted that for Asuka as well you can't have both of them doing the same Mm. unless of course Asuka was also a Heyman girl and Nakamura was a Heyman guy. And Paul Heyman turned Japanese. I think he's really turning Japanese. I really think so. Da, 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 da. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So um, perhaps you could do it like this. Like a little sort of faction stable thing. Because Asuka presumably will be moving across to mm. um, SmackDown should she win the uh, SmackDown Live Women's Championship from Charlotte, which is uh, one of the reported stories because she's going to remain undefeated until WrestleMania 35, where she'll face Ronda Rousey. I don't like I do like it because I like the idea of Heyman being with anyone that I like particularly like Nakamura is limited in these English language promos although I think they've struck the balance really well in recent weeks Mm -hmm. so Heyman can only add to that package however I I don't like the mentality that and this seems to be a recent thing if someone is if a wrestler is cocky or arrogant that makes them a heel Mm. who's the best you know rock He's the cockiest, most arrogant person ever. Super babyface when he was a wrestler. I really like this babyface badass presentation of Nakamura that they've done 
particularly in the last week with that uh, the angle with AJ Styles. I want him like that. I want him as a baby face, but a cool three-dimensional baby face with heelish elements. But he's always, you know, the, the underpinning values are always kind of good. Or you just cheer for him because he's cool and he doesn't do bad stuff or cheat. Well, I was going to say, like yeah. the the character I've just uh, described there doesn't have to be an out-and-out heel, mm. cheating to win and all that sort of stuff. He can still be the Nakamura wanting to win of his own accord because he thinks that he is the best. Well, he knows that he's the best and doesn't have to cheat to win and all that stuff. Not like that traditional heel. He could basically be the same character, but just be more of this sort of like cocky and arrogant um, thing about him. doesn't necessarily make him a heel. just makes him cocky and arrogance I just if, if you have that and then add Paul Heyman I think it's it's hard people to will not automatically yeah. think yeah so I wouldn't put Heyman with Nakamura I think he's going to be fine if WWE continue the presentation they've done with him in recent weeks I like Asuka I like the Asuka idea as well um, but likewise she's been pretty damn good in recent weeks I can't see it's like you know as great as Paul Heyman and CM Punk were what did you know the Punk that they would they never brought... It was never more than the sum of its parts. It was the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. It was just two really awesome people together. But it, it wasn't elevated beyond that. Of course, it didn't work with Cesaro. With Brock Lesnar, it's amazing. So I think, obviously, the best thing to do with Paul Heyman is the Roman Reigns heel turn at WrestleMania 34. Obviously. Paul Heyman betrays Lesnar and sides with Reigns. And that, know, that's that's the best thing for me. I don't know if that is the best thing though, <laughs> because like I think you have the exact same issue there that you have with Nakamura. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I I wonder if it's because this is very much an internal thing for me, and you know, I know it's sort of a personal persp- a, a personal thing. Because Reigns has never had a manager before. I keep looking. I was like, does he need a manager? Like, does he need baby an- face? Reigns has never had a manager. Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, because I, what I really liked about your fantasy booking, which is I know is what you're alluding to, why your fantasy booking worked is because it was a, a, a stable, because it was a, mm. a faction with like Reigns almost as like the top guy within that faction. That really works. Heyman and Reigns on its own, I don't overly buy into, but Reigns with the Usos and yeah. some other people that I really like I think that could mm. really work um, I a person I would really like if you were going to do like an NXT call up um, would be like Shayna Baszler of just mm, a- I thought about that but I think it's uh, I don't think you want Baszler up now mm-hmm. because of because of all the Ronda Rousey stuff oh you don't want to overshadow yeah, Rousey like, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be too similar uh, be a bit absolution riot squad <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying also I think it's it's almost slightly lazy in a way in WWE's part to be like ah oh, well Lesnar's gone mm. so we'll just put um, Heyman with another UFC person or another mixed martial arts person which is why I don't really like the Ronda Rousey idea mm. like uh, I, I feel I don't feel like she needs the Paul I don't she doesn't need Paul Heyman either in my head although you know although it would be great for her not to talk I don't think she has to talk Mm. She can just be mean and doesn't need a manager or a mouthpiece. Or just do those sit-down interviews like she did last week, yeah. where she can just be herself and be so much more natural with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I was going to say, you just had a... a I've written down a few here. You've written down a few, but there was one right at the end that I quite like. The, mm. the, the one that I... That's my eyes was drawn to, which is making him Smackdown GM. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my favourite one other than the Roman Reigns heel turn. Because if we can't find someone that he's good as a manager for because every person we've suggested so far like ah but will this work ah but not sure about this him as smackdown gm is he's got prior he's, you know he was smackdown gm previously mm-hmm. 
he gets to be on TV, he gets to just make matches, he gets to do backstage stuff, and then it'll be really good. And as you've written here, a great foil to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Because I'm presuming post-WrestleMania, we hope, well, as we discussed on Wednesday's show, Daniel Bryan stepping down as SmackDown GM and being a full-time wrestler again, as, well, as full-time as Randy Orton can be, I suppose, you would, you know, having a... He could then go slot into that top babyface slot and then have the heel authority figure trying to keep him down it's typical i suppose because it's basically what they did with the authority mm. but Heyman's so good yeah and daniel bryan is so great i think that could really work the idea of Heyman back on smackdown just makes me makes me it feels yeah, right doesn't yeah. it like uh <coughs> of course he would he wouldn't be able to pay off on any of those matches with Brian, so he would need a cipher. So it's like, who is that top heel on SmackDown going to be that Paul Heyman favours over the Brian side of things? Who will be the top heels on? Because if, if well, I've written on a Bobby Lashley return, yeah, I mean Lash- that that yeah. kind of fits, but that's that MMA thing again. Um, Lashley's not a great talker, so that fits. But I don't know. There's just no one really. I don't know if I want to see Paul Heyman as anyone's advocate. Mm. Or, you know, heel Nakamura. Heel Nakamura. Heel Reigns. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But Braun Strowman and Dean Ambrose I've written down. And Samoa Joe. But those people, they don't need it. Exactly. We've just sort of listed people that Mm. don't really need a Paul Heyman. Whereas that's why I think like the SmackDown general manager role might be a really good slot for him. The Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. This podcast is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to the Wrestle Ramble Extra, a monthly podcast where Ollie and I review shows from wrestling's past. If you pledge now, you'll get our back catalogue of episodes, including Money in the Bank 2011, Armageddon 2000, Wrestle Kingdom 10, and No Way Out 2004, and many others, as well as this month's episode, which will be WrestleMania 25. And $10 plus backers will become part of the Ramble Club, our new show where we talk about wrestling from around the world, including reviews of the Golden Lovers vs. Cody and Marty Skrull, Austin Aries vs. Eli Drake, and many, many more. All that and so much extra, so head over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for more information. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Elsewhere in uh, the news of the week, do you want to talk to us about some NXT stuff? Well, NXT... Because um, you are the NXT man. You yeah, love it. I do love NXT. You it's love it. It's such a great week, our weekly show. You, you and Triple H, you need that hoodie that we had, <laughs> Mark. It's just a, it's a quality hour of TV. Like My two favourite mm. shows to watch for a week are NXT and Ring of Honor. They're just an hour long each, and they're just so easy to watch and so enjoyable to watch as well. Love it as a show. Mine's Queer Eye for a Straight Guy. Yeah. I love that show right now. I've learned, uh, I've learned a particular... It's given me actionable advice. Mm. Can I tell you about this? No, you have not. I think I was telling somebody else. So Talking to other people. Aftershave. I, before, I would... You know, on the on the th- and yeah. then and one on, on, one on the wrist on the wrist, yeah. And then like yeah, buff yeah, them yeah. together and buff them together here. The smell on those like heat points wafts, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently that can be too much. <gasps> so the queer eyes uh, advice for this was you spray, so you spray in front of you in the air, delay, walk away. And the walk away is you walk through the scent and it goes over all of you. <laughs> okay, I would say, I mean, applauds for the rhyming, but walk away suggests to me that you do this and then walk in the no, opposite no, direction. No, no. Spray, but, walk away. Yeah, like, it is a, you walk, walk through <laughs> and away. But that doesn't rhyme. You're going to ruin the cadence <laughs> of the little haiku here. So <laughs> spray, delay, walk away. I also walk, know... Walk through. Walk her sh- through. <laughs> ruining my queer stuff. And uh, every guy needs three pairs of jeans. Oh, that's that's balderdash. You need a black pair. Nope. You need a dark blue pair. Uh, oh, I have those. And then you need a light blue pair. I don't buy into the black pair. I, I, I have two pairs of I'm jeans. Wearing a black pair right now. Yeah, that's fine. It suits you. Okay. Suits you, sir. But uh, I I own two pairs of jeans, and I think that's more than enough because the rest. Of the, and I only have to wear those for three months of the year because the rest of the time it's uh, it's short to clock you love shorts bloody love wearing shorts so NXT oh, sorry back to NXT um, so NXT have uh, last night's show offici- well, last night's of this recording we're recording this on a Thursday have revealed that they were going to be they're going to be holding a ladder match at NXT TakeOver in New Orleans for the new NXT North American Championship mm. and that match is going to feature Adam Cole do, pulling double duty because he's also in the tag team match with um, Kyle O'Reilly because Bobby Fish is injured versus the winners of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic We've uh, so it's Adam Cole Velveteen Dream Killian Dane Lars Sullivan just seeing if you can do all these Ricochet and EC3 trouble 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 mm. trouble 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 so Six really big names in there. That's two debuts. Oh, I put up in the news today. WWE.com's 
like verbiage that they've done to announce this, like the history-making match that it's going to be. Yeah, with uh, two two groundbreaking newcomers vying to win this. I was like, no one talks like this. Yes. But um. Yeah, so you've got two newcomers in there, two people making their NXT debuts in EC3 and Ricochet. Really exciting. Really. With their old names, I suppose. Yes, absolutely, yeah. And um, and you've got uh, Killian Dane, who is getting a quite big singles run at the mm. moment. He had a great match with Alistair Black on TV a couple of weeks ago, or a few weeks ago by this point. Lars Sullivan, who like the company really, really like. They've given him that cool new introduction where he's like just cast a shadow over over NXT. And you've got Adam Cole in there. Bebe. Bebe. And... Um, Oh, who am I missing? And the Velveteen Dream, who obviously had that amazing match with Alistair Black last year at mm. NXT TakeOver War Games. So six really cool names in there. I think it will be an excellent match. Yeah. I, I would put, I mean, this, this is hardly a, the hottest of hot takes, but I would put money down. This will be a good match, and it will be very fun to watch. WWE have got like a few really mouth-watering uh, things scheduled for WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. You've got that. You've got the uh, the the, ta- the three-way tag match on SmackDown, which I'm really looking forward to. Gargano Champa. Gargano Champa. Gargano Champa. Sanctioned oh. street fight. If their match is half as good as their Cruiserweight Classic first mm. round match, it could possibly steal the weekend. I think it's going to be an absolute barn burner. <laughs> Alistair Black versus um, Sienna Elmas is yes. going to be... Oh, that's a mouth-watering match right there. And then, as you say, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match on uh, on WrestleMania, mm-hmm. that three-way is going to be awesome. AJ Nakamura, the, the intrigue of Rousey uh, in, in her tag match. There's so much stuff over WrestleMania. I was looking at the card today, and I was like, it's a stacked WrestleMania mm. card. And we haven't even mentioned the in-ring return of Daniel Bryan. Undertaker. The Undertaker versus John Cena. Like, I know I got a lot of flack yesterday for the Raw versus SmackDown review for being quote-unquote too negative. But I can't stress enough how excited I am for this year's WrestleMania. Usually it's around now where I start to think, oh god, WrestleMania. It's going to be so long. I hate long wrestling shows. I hate long anything. But I'm That's actually, I'm actually really excited. Yeah, I'm <laughs> genuinely excited for that WrestleMania card and watching it all the way through. Uh, however, you know, you, you look at the WrestleMania card. There's 14 matches there, and it is a bit. Ugh, okay, there is 14 matches there. I'm really looking forward to these seven matches. You might say, and you're like, oh wow, a seven match card that I'm really looking forward to. That's got to be one of the best shows of the year, right? Oh, but there's actually another seven that that I'm not as much looking forward to. Whereas NXT TakeOver, it's like, just what, like five matches? And they're always like... Each one I really can't wait for. But there's other matches. Like you said, there's seven matches that you're not as... I I think the three-way for the IC belts. Mm. I I said it during our Elimination Chamber review. Because those three started off the match. I was like, if this is any indication of what we're going to get at WrestleMania, that's going to be a really good match. And I'm also really looking forward to... um, uh, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Like yes, the, the audience, yeah, yeah. the audience won't care. But I think that it could be. I, I think it could really be a lot better than Neville Aries was last year. Mm. I think it could be a really like oh, uh, an an underlying like no one really knows it. Oh, actually, turned out this match was awesome. I like the three modes of Luke. 
You've got a WWE shill, which, which you are right. I'm currently in at right the moment. Now. Yeah, you've got a Smark who hates everything in wrestling, <laughs> which you were. <laughs> I didn't hate everything. And, and I, then, I didn't hate everything. And then you've got the middle bit. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Like I don't think I was that negative on yesterday. I'm kidding. There's, there's just, loads of shades just, of Luke. There's just fifty, stuff that, shades, 50 of shades of Luke. So yeah, that's um, sort of NXT stuff. EC3 made his debut mm. uh, on the show. Came out in front of the crowd. Obviously, if you don't count him sitting in the crowd for that other NXT show. Um, and yeah, he basically came out and was just like, why don't you just give me the title? What a way to debut. What an EC3 way to debut. It's so I'm so glad that Bobby Roode isn't there now. Mm. Because if, if Bobby Roode and EC3 were on the same show, it's like, oh, we're the same character. Yeah. Although so, EC3's got a, he's just got a naturally more comedic face, the way you yeah. can animate it more. Whereas Bobby Roode's always... <laughs> or... <laughs> with, with the gloriousness. Oh man, we need a heel turn for Bobby Roode soon, man. I, uh, I, I indulged this morning in a bit of ultimate, not ultimate deletion. Um, fine. What was it called? It was the final deletion. Yeah, the final deletion uh, parody. Do you remember? Oh yeah, the EC3 didn't like yeah, the hotel yeah, room yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spud, Brodus Clay, yeah. and Eli Drake. Yes. And man, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it uh, because EC3 is just chewing this hotel room and uh, lobby up with his acting. It's so funny. Yeah, it's great. And Eli I'd Drake's forgotten about that. exasperated, what? <laughs> face is just, just the perfect foil to it. But yeah, North American Championship. Uh, how do you feel of it as a name? I like it because it kind of harkens back to the old territory days. I definitely think that's in the design and Triple H probably thought that. Uh, but it's just like, what does it... Does NXT need it? Was the was the more that was the question because everyone was like, well, they got the uh, United Kingdom Championship mm. that could have just filled that role. Now, atten- now essentially, you got two mid card titles on NXT, and it's like, did, what are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? It's a reference Luke doesn't get because he doesn't watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> no, that is a show I have not watched. It's a great show. I've so I've heard. Um, and, My wife really liked it. Yeah. Uh, so you've got like. Is it only North American people who can fight for yeah for it? I mean, is everyone to go through those names again? Yeah. Uh, so Killian Dane is Scottish. He's Big Damo. Yeah. So no, he's, he's from Belfast. From Belfast. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh God. Can <laughs> <laughs> I get crucified? So back to WrestleMania weekend and how much we're all looking forward to it. Do you want to hear some some possible surprises? Some well, I was going to say I've just seen this here. Surprises. We're recording this before I've seen your news episodes. Mm for the Thursday so this is a surprise for me and quite the surprise it is why don't you tell uh, the good viewers what, what this surprise might be I mean well, it's two days after you've done the news so they, they would probably already know no, yeah. uh, this is just sort of the colour commentary to that news piece mm. so Sports Illustrated are reporting this and I've written in my notes there <laughs> dodgy source dodgy source now because they are the same people who said that Undertaker matches off. Oh, Joyce. John Cena yeah. has asked for Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania, and they're going to go with that. It's so funny. I was telling you about this. that when So Cena challenged The Undertaker, and as soon as he did that, a lot of people were just like, oh, and, and, and Cena was like, but that match isn't going to happen. Mm. That match can't happen. And then Dave Meltzer reported, like, well, yeah, they've said that, they said that because they want to throw people off the scent they wanted people to think that it won't happen until we get past fast lane and then we can start moving towards that match and then a lot of people in the wrestling observer boards were just like yeah but who's going to buy into it like he said the match now everyone's just going to know that match is happening 
the very next day Justin mm. Barrasso reported oh yeah because that Undertaker match isn't happening now it's going to be Rey Mysterio so I think so one person believed it Barrasso definitely has his WWE sources because he's broken too much stuff that turned out to be true 100% but you know it's a fascinating world wrestling journalism yeah. which you know we are I would call us news entertainers <laughs> because it's not like we, we we scour the internet and try and make sense of all this news from yeah. different websites and people and so we can we're quite detached and we can see like the little infighting and you know Ryan Satins and Dave Meltzer's and, and Brad Shepherd's and, yeah, and, and the way they're all trying to jockey for position and I assume a very limited pool of sources in the in the major companies where they get these stories from and you know you've got to think so each of these journalists is gonna the Mike Johnson sorry these big name I omitted they're all gonna have their own agendas because they've got their sources that they need to protect or like oh I'll do you a favor for this but the sources they've got their own agendas too so and JBL mentioned this in in regards to Dave Meltzer recently and uh, Bruce Pritchard, Pritchard went on yeah. that you know those sources could just be feeding you stuff that was leaked to them intentionally by the office to throw off fans like us yeah. and these reports. And this, to me, screams it. Yeah. Th th like, we, we said, it's going to be The Undertaker, surely. And then that Sports Illustrated thing comes out. And you, see, you know, multiple sources have confirmed John Cena is going to face Rey Mysterio. And uh, yeah, it's what wasn't did not come to light. And this is this is the latest in a few stories that have gone that way for Sports Illustrated. Yeah, it's poor. I feel bad for Barrasso, really. It almost mm. feels like he really is being played because he has got that big name behind him of Sports Illustrated. Because Sports Illustrated is... That's, that's a mainstream publication as opposed to the Wrestling Observer, which is just appealing mm -hmm. to dorks like us and the dorks that watch this show. Affectionately. So, affection affectionately. So... Like, that's a really niche market. Sports mm. Illustrated, on the other hand, they cover the NFL. They cover actual sports. So like They have sexy covers. They do. They do, like, swimsuit editions mm. and all that sort of gubbin. So it really does feel that, like, they're almost intentionally picking on Barrasso by giving him duff yeah. information. Yeah, because it's going to have the most because it's uh, the wide, widespread. Exactly, yeah. Which is kind of genius, really. Yeah. Uh, so so we, you know, we, don't, we are just speculating that's the case. Ray Mysterio could still face John Cena. It might happen. Undertaker hasn't come out yet. No, maybe on Monday they'll like he'll go like Undertaker do something, and then the lights will go out. Booyaka, booyaka. booyaka. <laughs> then I'll jump out the stage, and then we'll go like, oh, it is Ray. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> it's the Royal Rumble again. 2014 was that. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, this is a lot of preamble and big uh, qualification disclaimer before we say that Sports Illustrated again with the Mysterio. A set in spoilers, maybe, that Braun Strowman's tag team partner is going to be revealed at WrestleMania as being Rey Mysterio. I'm going to put money on the line. No, I'm not going to put money on the line because uh, I, I don't know this for a, uh, for a fact. But it almost feels that Barrasso sources Conan. Yeah, could it just all. <laughs> just, there's a theme to all of that. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. That's what I mean. His source is either. Rey Mysterio or Conan yeah. who's just filling, <laughs> giving him duff information or uh, or Michael Hayes <laughs> so the hey I know a little source for yeah. you uh, so this is this is interesting because Mysterio was meant to appear at Strong Style Evolved uh, he was meant to wrestle sorry Jushin Thunder Liger last Sunday for New Japan but he didn't because he's got a bicep tear uh, which is you know going to be healed relatively quickly which is why Wrestlemania could happen but Mysterio appeared at the show, said he was sorry that he couldn't wrestle, but he he 
promises he will wrestle in New Japan as soon as he can. And then he ran an angle after the match between uh, his replacement, Will Ospreay, and Liger, saying, sort of setting up a, a potential match with Ospreay, with Liger, and even Marty Skull, who, who ripped off Mysterio's mask and posed with it on his head, even though his head is way too big for Rey Mysterio's mask. So it was kind of only on his forehead. Love all that. Uh, so, so Rey Mysterio kind of has like this trilogy of matches that he said he's going to work soon. And he's also become a named investor in Aero Lucha, Aero Lucha. which is another wrestling promotion which is trying to launch in the next couple of months. It should be film- They're filming in mm. May and June, I believe. So Sports Illustrated did say if Ray comes back, it's expected to be a short-term deal. And that, kind, that, could, that, that holds water because he'd presumably do the New Japan, the Aero Lucha stuff. And they also say to take the pin, potentially. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, you, you've got to have Braun and Ray go over, really. But I, that would make him a tag team champion. Yeah, uh, well... I, if this is true. I, I say, of all the names that have been kind of bounded around for, for Braun, Ray's the one I believe the, I can buy into the least. Mm. Elias I can buy into. Big Cass, Big Show I can buy into because they are also tall. That I can buy into. Um, even Joe, like, I can buy into. But Reg is just, it's not one that I can... I Of all the names I've seen, that's the one I'm like, nah, I don't see that one. be a WrestleMania moment, though. But and would... there have been reported negotiations between him yep, and Triple absolutely. H. And I think those, those are like more or less confirmed mm. negotiations as well. But it's... Conan texts me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's... I think if, if Reg is doing something at WrestleMania, it's not this. He's in the Andre the Giant Memorial Ooh. Battle Royal. He'll be uh, one of those like surprise entrants into the Battle Royal. Like another name... Which is Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Oh, rock, good old Rock so the Dwayne Johnson. this is a crazy story. Odds checker. Suddenly, their betting odds for The Rock to just appear at WrestleMania, not to wrestle a match, has gone to 99% certain. Wow. That is out a, of nowhere. That is a heck of a thing. I mean, yeah. he has got a movie to promote. Well, yeah. Rampage comes out four days afterwards. Yeah, the following week. Yeah. Yeah. So... You've seen the posters for Rampage. It is crazy. So you've got Rock looking very naturally large at the front of the poster and then you've got the the ape behind him then you've got a giant wolf thing behind that and behind that there's some kind of like alligator monster fierce alligator monster like i i you know i've got a bit of a uh, a bit of a stake in all of this because it's kind of uh i've got a book about it so i was excited for rampage regardless Mm. is at least i didn't have the book here to be like oh by the way i've got my book seen this So I already have kind of like a stake in the ground to be like I, you know, I'm excited for Rampage. But these latest posters have made me go like, man, I want to see this film. Oh right, I didn't know which way you were going to go. Like there. The, the trailers have done a little, mm. have done little for me. But I see those trailers and I'm like, it's a, it's a giant monster movie starring The Rock. Mm. Of course I'm in. Like, yeah, I'm so down for this. I rewatched the trailer this morning. It was, I, re- it was a lot better than I remember. It's Rock's got great comedic timing. Looks like a. It's quite comedy heavy, which it has to be. I was going to say, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I I got like, someone said this, like, oh, it's just another Hollywood uh, ruining a uh, video game, uh, Mm. taking itself too serious. And I was like, if anything, this film is not taking itself seriously. Yeah, the the opening gag in the trailer I watched is a guy peeing himself. Yeah, you go. And everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. And the ape ape played a joke on him. Holy low. Yeah, the the humor, as long as it doesn't take itself, like, too comedic, I just Mm. don't want it to take itself too seriously. I think that you've got to strike that right balance. Almost like, um, uh, San Andreas, the same writers and director and star, which was a film that was mad, 
but also didn't take yourself too seriously. Well, that's all we've got time for today, so please click the videos that have just appeared over I'm, I'm going to stop you there, because I thought you were going to do another segment. Mm. But we've run out of time. But I've got you something. Oh, what? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Should have seen this coming. Happy birthday, man. I apologise for the wrapping Is paper. it your book? <laughs> My book is much thicker than that. Yeah. So, before you open this... Mm. I bought this present. Uh, I've had a lot on my mind recently because it's my wife's 30th birthday, sure. so I've been doing a lot of planning for that. So I bought this thinking, like, this should be quite good. Then it arrived in the post, and I've just lost all faith in it. Oh, and I've completely no. lost faith in this as a gift. Well, it's but, a, it is a book. But it is, it is something that I think that you can get some benefit out of because mm. I know it's something that you do partake in most on a daily basis. And I'm hoping that it should help you in your quest to uh, help with your what do you call your fasting thing that you do like your 24 hour <laughs> fasting so yeah. I'm hoping because I know you uh, so I mean if, huh. the, if you don't like it I'm cutting this bit out of the video but it's, no I'm uh, sure I will like it well I have to you're right here <laughs> uh, just for podcast listeners this, this is a you know it's like a sort of a notebook sized floppy square with mince a Christmas pudding wrapping paper yeah it's floppier than I was expecting that's what she said I'm uh, I'm wearing one of my crisp, uh, one of my birthday presents from my lady partner. Oh yeah, it's some nice cat socks. Oh, cat if, socks! If you can see that, lovely on stuff. The, uh, yeah, like very this. nice. I walked in to a happy birthday in balloons this morning. I saw the, the picture. Room. It was lovely. My my mum. So uh, I got you know you get the messages on the family thread, their family WhatsApp thread. Just that I haven't been invited to. By yeah, the way. yeah. Well, that would be strange. And, uh, you know, my, my nickname in my family is Chappie. Aww. Oh, Chappie. Chappie. That's, what that's I, cute. So my sister's like, you know, happy birthday, Ollie, because she doesn't partake in that. She's pretty cool. <laughs> my dad says, happy birthday, Chappie. And my mum goes, happy birthday, crappy. Hope you have a great day. <laughs> Cheers, oh, mum. I love your mum. Yeah. She's you want to so see nice. that she sent so many emojis after it. Oh. I'm just going to get up the message. Look, oh, happy is... birthday, crappy. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Sorry, not awake properly. I meant chappy. <laughs> then, like, about a hundred kisses. Yeah. And I say, it's taking you 30 years, mum. Finally, let me know how you feel. <laughs> so, okay, let's... Uh, let's open this book. I'm a bit... I'm, as I said, I'm a bit worried about this. Honestly, if you think it's pants, just say it's pants, because I appreciate that it is actually a bit pants. Well, I imagine it's going to be some form of... Yeah, Ooh, oh, okay. Oh, a smoothie, a smoothie. Yes, that's right. Uh, because oh, that's pretty handy. Well, that's right, because there's loads of stuff in there, and you have oh, like wow. loads of the. Well, you drink them on a daily basis to, as a way to kind of replace mm. meals and stuff. So I thought I'd buy you something where, and I know you're not a man who likes possessions. So this oh, is small. That's useful. It's floppy, and it's useful. Well, I like practical possessions. So yes. Oh, thank you very much. You're that very is welcome. Good. Oh, thank God for that. Ah, oh, cheers. I was worried. It arrived. It arrived yesterday, and I picked it up, and I was like, "Oh no!" I got Ooh, back. I got back from tasty looking things in here. I got back from D and D, and I opened yeah. up, and I was like, "Oh dear, I think I made a terrible error." But it's too late now. God, that's who we are. We you get back from D and D, and you're smooth it, your smoothie <laughs> present for your friend. It's a. I used to have a personal trainer who was Polish, and his command of the excellent uh, the English language was excellent, apart from one word that he used so often, and it was smoothie. But it came out as smoothie. Oh, nice! Like, Have you been trying your smoothies? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I always think smoothie. Lovely oh, I see smoothies. Genuinely glad you did like that present. I was, I oh, was, I yeah, was a bit concerned. Cool. So you've kept that in, I guess, for the podcast. Yes, that will be in the podcast. Yeah. Luke Threadendy would take it out if I didn't like it. <laughs> Should we have a? I'm gonna 
randomly open a smoothie re- a smoothie recipe. Yep. Oh, the strawberry barb. Five of your five a day with just five ingredients. Lychees. Don't like lychees. Mm. The inner the innerness is yeah. Yeah, it's also, untidy. It, it sounds like something that if you went into an Amazonian jungle, you might get attacked mm. by while crossing a stream. Yeah, lychee. Uh, speaking, so I think lychees looks like something, and a lot of people have pointed out that the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal trophy also looks like this thing. Have you seen the criticism? I, have, well, I haven't seen. There's a trophy. There's a trophy, of course. They've removed Moolah, but yes. now the, the what's left is a uterus. <laughs> I will get you a picture. Uh, talk while I'm googling. So. Uh, well, I'm just gonna. I, I, I struggle when you do these bits because I'm just gonna now say what you're typing. He's just typing in oh, women's bad. WrestleMania battle royal trophy. It's hard to type. Like if you were talking about something different. Yeah. And uh, I, I I could just simply write that, but. Because it was too. Oh, oh no! Can't no. find oh. a picture now. That's, that's the under seats the... had a cage side <laughs> seats. Seat. This is radio. <laughs> this is radio, guys. This is why Women's we are royal. This is why we trophy. get all those great reviews mm. saying like, um, "Good luck on seeing this." Yeah, that was the title. Yeah. I also suddenly realised well, you haven't opened up iTunes to bring up our reviews to do. Oh, we're not going to have time to do that. <laughs> Uh, there it is. Okay, well that's oh, a picture. Well, I mean, that of is a, a picture uterus. of a uterus. So there oh, it that is. does look like a uterus. Yeah, but you you only notice it's a uterus when someone points out. Yeah. So I think yeah. So it's the the whole trophy shape with the handles, but the handles are perfectly like the sort tubes. of there for the over the, the ovary tubes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Ovary tubes. Ovary tubes. I used to love ovary tubes, and then they changed it to Starburst. Oh, nice. So yeah, that's a. Uh, it's a big vagina for the Women's <laughs> Battle Royal trophy. Progression. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I suppose we'll just have to wrap it up there because we've got no reviews to, to get through. But we'll be back on Monday with our NXT call-up picks, some quick-fire questions, and loads of lovely loads stuff. Loads of other um, fun. Yeah, but not an unboxing. You'll have to go to the YouTube channel. Absolutely. Uh, and I love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.